Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party have arrived at death's door. They have a plan, but first they need to get onto the island and into the manor itself. Nime hatched a harebrained scheme to trick Loxod into helping them, but whether the plan will work is still up in the air. Let's begin. So where, where's the part where we jump out and let these fine folk go? Do we have a boat or a plank of wood or something that I can just like gently maneuver down being an air elemental? It's not something that I could sustain, but I think I could get us in. Well, yeah. Excellent. The Jolene Jolene. The airship just named Jolene, but the dinghy is called Jolene Jolene. Did you name the dinghy? After your daughter? No, I named it after the boat. Right. <laughs> Somehow that makes more sense. Anyway, can we have your boat? Jeez, I mean, I already gave you my airship. No, I'm just kidding. What's another dinghy between friends? It's on the it's on the cargo hold. We can we can kind of line it up, and then it'll slip right out. Great. As soon as we're out, you turn this ship around and get the fuck out of here. You don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> You load up into this small little boat, which is placed onto the door to the cargo hold, which opens outwards, and Romeo comes up to you all and, all right, well, it's been an interesting journey, strange and perilous. Good luck, all of you, and especially you, Jolene. I hope this goes well. Please stay safe. I hope this goes well too, Dad. All right, I'm getting the hell out of here. And he pulls the lever and the door opens. Ah! Bye, Dad. Love you. And the ship slides out and is now in free fall. I would like to turn to a wind elemental and catch the boat and blow it into shore. Roll me that wisdom. Oh, boy, I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's a 10. You turn into a wind elemental. You have got this boat in your grasp, and you catch it in your breeze. You can't really make it fly per se, but you can make it glide. Falling with style. (laughs) (laughs) And it's picking up incredible speed as it sort of whizzes into the grounds of the island. Just as you're getting into a landing, bolts of energy shoot either side of the boat. Uh Uh-oh. The boat is seconds away from landing. Jump! Yep, leap out of the boat. Jump and roll. Okay. (laughs) Do you know what? This would be like our equivalent of an initiative roll to see like how this initial situation plays out. So if we could get a dexterity roll from each of you as you leap out of the boat before it hits the ground. Oh, Jesus. Ten. Nine. Ten. Thirteen. Holy crap. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. What, Cremora? Jolene is lost. <laughs> this is unfathomable. <laughs> it really is. It really, really is. All right. Well, three of you are fucking superheroes about this as you, like, land basically on your feet from this boat as it hits the ground and splinters into pieces. Metal shrapnel flying through the air. Jolene, 
You land nearly as well, but thoughts of your father's safety are ringing through your head. You kind of fumble a little. Choose one potion or poison that drops to the ground. <gasps> are you serious? That's so mean. <laughs> okay, fine. I lose bloodweed. The vial smashes against the ground. So far, in your view, are only two agents of death that have walked out of the farmland nearby, holding large scythes. Ah, that's just... (laughs) I think we know what to do with enemies in flammable places. Oh, great. As soon as Cremora sees them, notice the scythes. Oh, come on now. And cast Fireball. (laughs) Come on. I got a seven. I will put myself on the spot to deal five damage. This fireball, this wave of heat goes out and into the fields and these two agents of death are caught in this great blaze. However, even when they are just going about their daily business farming, they are unnaturally prepared. And so one of them brings down their scythe and a wave of hot air parts through the air towards you, Cremora. And you start to feel yourself falling backwards, which isn't great because you are very close to the edge of the island. I'm still in wind elemental form as the others crash land. I just kind of like spin out and land on my feet. And as I see this wave of air come in, I kind of like take off and try and meet it to try and neutralize it. You do this, the wind catches up in you and you almost become like a little twister for a second until you fall spinning back into the normal form of Nime. The agent of death who didn't just use their scythe had already been preparing a bolt of energy to shoot at Patsy. So I think what I want to do is grab the edge of the dinghy and as that bolt sort of fires out, I sort of want to swing around and throw the dinghy to meet the bolt of energy and try and go through it. That is a 12. This purple beam of energy hits the side of the dinghy, and I would say little bits of it deflect back, and you sort of get this small rain of dark energy onto these two agents of death. Let's make it a d6. Yeah. Rolling d6. That's a four. Another two agents of death at this point open the same door and come out. Jolene, we haven't heard from you yet. What's the plan? I'm guessing I don't have surprise. No. Regardless, I'm going to dagger dagger. I'm just going to attack one of the ones in front of us in the field because I know they're already damaged. Eight. Okay, so choose a volley option. I'm going to move to get put in danger. All right, and roll your damage. Eleven plus two. Thirteen? And with that, we have our first blood. (laughs) Of course it was Jolie. Of course it was Jolie. Yes. (laughs) All right. This agent of death in the field holding their scythe, they've just deflected a fireball back, but nothing can deflect a dagger from the great Jolene, who stabs it through the heart, and the agent fizzles away into this dust. However. The agents of death at the door, there are two of them, and they each hold out a hand. Jolene and Patsy, your magical weapons begin floating away from you. Uh Uh-oh. So we can't hold on to them? 
Well, I mean, Jolene has just thrown a knife, so she can't. Mm. But you were holding your sword, weren't you? Oh, yeah. So, Jolene, you watch helplessly as Lenny is yanked away from you. But, Patsy, you hold firm (laughs) and you begin being dragged across the ground while holding Benedict. Can I please get a Defy Danger Constitution? Jeez, I'm just doing fucking great today. 13. Oh! Nice! I want to run with it, like, go with it. All right, so Patsy's actually building up speed while holding (laughs) Benedict and charging towards the two figures in the doorway. I'm going to try and dive after the dagger and grab it. Can you roll me Defy Danger Dexterity? Great. Seven. You can jump at it and fail, or you can succeed, but you only have one arm, and so... The next attack that comes from you from the remaining scythe-wielding one is going to hit. <laughs> I'll, I'll miss it. I'll, I'll let it go. You let it go, and as you miss, a bolt of energy flies over your head, where if you'd caught it, you would have been in that spot. Meanwhile, let's cut back to Patsy, who is approaching these agents of death at incredible speed. At first, they sort of have that grin in their face of like, I have this, you're coming to me. And then just to watch me sort of run with it while holding, just sort of that realization of change of like, oh no, this is what's coming. I need a hack and slash with a plus one. Ooh. Fucking, oh my god, I am on fire. That is a 14. Oh my gosh. First, our deals me damage. All right, it's a D10 plus a D4. So that's five points of damage, unfortunately. Oh my (laughs) my god. What? (laughs) After all that, I will say you're able to sweep it through both of them at least. All right, and now I will use Smash. When you hack and slash on a 12+, plus, you deal your damage and choose something physical your target has. Can I take the hand that has Lenny? <laughs> yeah, I can't stop you. Yeah. The, the wording of the game prevents me from stopping you. <laughs> I think the reason you only deal 5 damage is because you were building up all this momentum for this huge skewer, but then seeing Lenny land in the hand of one of the agents of death, you instead sweep your greatsword across slicing both of them and taking this hand straight off. And Lenny falls to the ground at their feet. Cremora, I feel like we haven't heard from you in a while. Cremora recovers her balance from nearly having fallen off the edge. (laughs) goes, well, that was very rude. I will hold out a hand. My eyes will glow white. And I say, you want the power of that which falls? Come and get it, and I'll uh, hit them with my level 10 special. And that's a 12. Ooh, fuck yeah. The whiteness in the eyes drains out down through the tattoos. From the outstretched hand, you see a faint white outline of a claw expanding outwards and flying across and hitting the messenger in the chest. Nine points of damage. The one in the field is demolished by your attack. They drop their scythes to the ground and melt away. Ursula's looking like she's got a thing. I do have a thing. Loxard, your time has come! And I would also like to channel my capstone move and invoke Ursula's authority to to piss off Loxard (laughs) into breaking free of the dagger somehow. Roll your capstone. 
Um, okay, I got a six, <laughs> but that becomes a seven to nine. Okay, what's the consequence on the seven to nine? I guess collateral damage. All right, so let's start with the good news. The dagger Lanny starts rustling and spinning on the ground where it has fallen, and in an instant appears Loxod, the great elephant spirit. Now, all the bad news. (laughs) First of all, he does knock over everyone in that doorway, which includes Patsy. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Patsy. Can you please roll a d6? Oh, no. Three. Okay, Patsy, you take three points of damage. So Patsy's knocked to the ground, and so are two messengers in the doorway. The second bit of bad news is Loxod in his deep voice says... Ursa, I do not understand the tricks you have tried to play on my mind while I was trapped in that cage. They seemed juvenile. (laughs) I will not fight your war for you, no matter how you try to trick me to do it. I fight only you. Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. And Loxod is going to stampede towards you. Okay, I can work with this. And I turn into an air elemental, and I would like to fly over the top of him and try and, like, get him to follow me around, like, one side of the house. Not the side where Patsy and the messengers are lying in the doorway, like, a different side. Roll wisdom. Tenth. You are fast. I think you can spend a hold Mm. to do that, to be honest. Uh, for everyone else, an elephant appears, knocks a bunch of people over, and then starts clomping around to the other side of this house. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come back to what's going on with that in a moment. I mean, God, what more would happen but another messenger is going to appear? This one from somewhere further away. I'm going to run for the dagger, pick it up, and then stab it into the nearest messenger. Can I get a Defy Danger Dexterity as you try to grab it before the one knocked over on the ground manages to get it? Okay. Jesus, I'm going to switch these dice real soon. I got an eight. With an eight, I think you end up in a tug-of-war. You both grab it at the same time. And you're pulling, but you can feel almost like a heat pulsing into the dagger, and you can feel that she's pumping it full of energy. So my choice for you is you can take the dagger, but you'll take damage from it, or you can let her have the dagger, but you won't take the damage. I'm going to let go of the dagger and then instead kick her in the knee. Kick her in the knee. (laughs) Hell yeah. Can you roll strength for me then? Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, well, I rolled snake eyes, so I'm not using these again. (laughs) Oh my god. I think you hit, but you're just not strong. Yeah. In a moment, she gets to her feet. And stabs you with Lenny. Uh oh. But not just Lenny, a red hot, magically charged Lenny. Can you please take a D12 plus two damage? Jesus Christ. Fuck my life. Don't you fucking roll a 12. Oh my god. I roll a 12. (gasps) Shoot. Patsy, you hear this yelp of pain come from Jolene as she's stabbed by her own dagger. I think I'm gonna try and aim for the other hand. By trying to stab through the chest through to the other hand. So I, I'm a hack and slash. <laughs> uh, nine plus three, that's another 12. All right, roll damage. Um, that is seven points of damage. 
And the other smash effect is that I take the other hand. She gets stabbed through, the hand gets cut off in a very improbable fashion, drops to the ground, dissolves. She kind of looks down at her two new stubs, just like, what? (laughs) Somehow she's alive, but you don't necessarily fear her a whole bunch, because she is disarmed. (laughs) Uh, I quit. Jolene, though, I think at that point it's pretty trivial for you to finally sweep up Lenny back into your persons. Yep. Nime, you chase Loxod around to the other side of the building. He's totally caught in his fury against you. Your ploy was utterly hopeless, but he will always be driven by his hatred for Ursa. As you come to the other side, four agents of death are standing there ready, waiting. I just want to fly over the top of them and let him trample them. (laughs) The one thing Loxod is doing is he isn't trying to hurt them because he knows you're up to some shit, but he will hurt them if it happens. So it's a dexterity roll to sort of weave closely without getting hit by any of it. Ah, it's fine, that's a ten. You do this manoeuvre flawlessly, (laughs) so you lead Loxod into this crowd, and he barrels through them to get back to where you are. Can you please roll a d10? (sighs) Nom 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 nom. Six. He knocks them down. As they fall, they each lay a dark hand upon him. So can you please roll a d12? Plus five to work out how much damage is done to Loxod. Fuck me. Seven. So Loxod in turn has these huge hand-shaped scorch marks on his belly and legs and roars his elephant roar as he charges out of this group. Can I drop down onto Loxod and try and ride him and steer it back? <laughs> it was rodeo stampede. Loop up and over. And as Loxod's kind of running, he's going to come underneath her and then she'll drop down onto his back, back into human form, because mm-hmm. I just spent my last hold. Defy dangerous strength to control Loxod and bring him the way you would like. Back around over the top of the again. <laughs> Eight plus three is eleven. Fuck my life. I guess it happens. I guess death and the elephant trade blows once again. Roll a d10 to find out how much damage Loxod does. <laughs> Six, again. And once again, they lay their burning hands on him. How much damage does Loxod take? Uh, 13. The good news is <laughs> that Loxod the spirit is dead. Woo! <laughs> he, he knocks them down once again, his feet crushing into different parts of their bodies. None of them die, but they're all greatly wounded. Um, but then you hear... So it's come to this. You were worthy adversary, Luxod. And also an asshole. Thank you for your help. Even as my spirit is destroyed, I still fucking hate you. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> And he fizzles away into nothingness. <laughs> Nime, as you're coming back, what do you do not to tumble off the edge into the endless void? Okay, so I'm creeping towards the edge. Yes. Um, I you're was, oblivion? I was, 
Just say you're gonna turn it into an air elemental. Come on. I'm gonna turn it to a fire elemental. Oh, okay. Um, an osprey. A fire osprey, and I'm going to. Um. Oh. Can we swap back to the other side? I need to think about this. Okay. I would like to cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> cast a spell. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes! Christ! My favourite sound in the world is Scarlet saying, oh, fuck. That was snake eyes, baby. Oh, wow. I think it's nice and simple here, Cremora. You go to cast your spell, and are instead hit with an incredible wave of powerful darkness. Can you please roll 1d12 plus 2? Come on. Don't fuck me. I got a 2. It didn't fuck me. <laughs> oh. Okay, so there's still 4 damage, but you're not invisible. Tempted to just return fire. Who hit me? The, the further away one, the one coming from the field. I would like to fireball her and then run towards the house. I mean, as far as rolls go, that was as far on the other end of the spectrum as it's possible to be. <laughs> That was two sixes for a total of 15. Uh, So I would like to deal 12 damage, ignoring armor. This flame sweeps out of your hand, engulfs this person, and now the fields are ablaze, truly caught ablaze. I flip her off and run into the building. (laughs) There are still some agents of death near the door there. Yes, in fact, there are. So it's certainly going to be a dexterity roll to, I assume, like, jump over them. In that case, I'd like to throw myself through the study window. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me strength. Oh, fucking God's sake. That's a four. No! (laughs) (laughs) Ow! (laughs) That was so much cooler in my head. Like a dizzied bird, you just slap against the glass. (laughs) (laughs) What? Ow! You are on your ass, and can I please get you to take just a d6 of damage? I don't think you could inflict much more damage than that to yourself. I took one damage, which is no damage because I've got armor. <laughs> but your ego is permanently bruised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right in front of Jolene and Patsy. Alright, who would like to go next? Um, I believe I am Nia's one last agent of death. Oh no, I've still got two of them there. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of them has no hands. <laughs> Alright. I'ma just go for the one with the hands. Yeah, I mean that makes sense they can get rid of more hands. Yeah, I'll leave the other one for Jolene. Um, I got a nine. All right. So with a nine, you trade blows. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. Oh, no. <laughs> so you roll your damage first. Yep. Um, that is nine points of damage. Okay. That's a lot of points of damage. It's an unfortunate amount of damage to deal to someone with 10 health, though. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> and in return, a purple blast goes in your chest, Patsy. 1d12. Plus two. So it would have dealt nine damage, but I, in my infinite wisdom, have taken a move called Indestructible Hunger. So when you take damage, you can choose to take a minus one ongoing until you sate one of your appetites instead of taking the damage. Patsy, this blast hits you and it makes you hungry. I'ma loot this house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, can you remind us of your appetites again? Mortal pleasures or riches and property. I think this agent of death just looks at you like a little bit taken aback. 
that this blow seems to have done nothing but made you angry. Uh, how are we going on the other side? Are you <laughs> ready with your move? Yes, I've decided. Nib's greening forward. She turns into a fire elemental, loops back around again, and I would like to try and slam into the door and get in. First wisdom to turn into a flamey boy. Seven. <laughs> okay, so you have two hold. You spend one to do your loop-de-loop. And then you're going to spend another to bang into this door and knock it down. Roll strength. Oh! You blast through the door and you essentially, like, blast it off its hinge. And congratulations, you're the first one in the building! Woo! So, Jolene, on your side of the building, there are two people looking very worse for wear, as well as one further away standing in a pit of fire. So, you know, things are going pretty well on this side of the (laughs) world. Yeah. I'm going to run away and throw a knife at both the messengers in front of the door. First roll me to fight danger dexterity then to get into position for this trick shot. Yeah, so I got nine. I'm going to give you a sort of meta choice rather than a character choice. So do you get a spot where you can only hit one of them? Or do you find a spot where you can hit both of them, but find that you have your last two throwing knives? The same set of throwing knives you have been using literally the entire campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, shit, I didn't realize they could run out. (laughs) You know I'm never going to do that. I am going to throw a knife at the messenger with hands and relieve them of their final hit point. Fuck me. Oh, yeah, that's doing better. Okay, so I rolled a 13. Surprisingly, they're very dead. (laughs) And dust, bam, they turn into dust. Another one smooshed. Another one smooshed the dust. Can I, like, dive at the window that... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's... Jolene, it's too strong! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Roll me to fight Age of Strength. Oh. (laughs) Uh... You're gonna love it. I rolled a four. <laughs> she bounces off as well. You bounce off and land on top of Kramora. Jolene, can you please take a d6 of damage? Oh my god. Yeah, I rolled a one. Oh wait, no, it goes down to zero. <laughs> We've saved the world, for God's sakes. We're taking on death. But first. Windows. <laughs> Our great nemesis. <laughs> oh, great. Microsoft have dropped us as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. This just shows how unbreakable Windows are. <laughs> they should love this sponsorship. So I think I wanted to hear from Patsy next. Okay. Because Patsy hasn't yet tried flinging himself at the house. <laughs> I see my compatriots struggling with a window. Now you could use a hammer, you could use a sword, or you could use the blood of your enemies. Can I grab the handless death by the legs and really just path new ways into the horizon? (laughs) Defy danger strength. Eight. What a beautiful moment it is. You grab her by the legs because you can't grab her by the hands. And I think we almost watched slow motion 
as she swings through the air and hits the large panes of glass. And as the glass shatters, she turns to dust, landing on Cremora <laughs> and Jolene as a fine powder. <laughs> and the window to the study is smashed open, and then the large curtains are pulled aside by another agent of death. Hi! With another two behind her. Oh, shit. Can I lob a fireball through the window? For that first, you'd have to do a dex to get in position just because you fell so hard and then you had someone else fall on you. Yep, that's absolutely fair enough. Uh, that's an eight. You get into a position where you can cast this spell. If you do cast this fireball, you will be hit in return. That's fine. I'll just scrabble. I'll scrabble backwards um, and try and get into a better position. You do exactly that. A bolt of dark energy lands where you were standing, but a moment ago, Jolene, you've kind of rolled to the side and probably you're getting back to your feet beside the window. Mm-hmm. One agent of death is right at the front of the window, and two are behind her. However, I will point out at this point that no one is at the door. There are people in the window. But you're starting to wonder about the relevance of the window. <laughs> I think we've just committed so much to the window plan. I just... <laughs> some cost fallacy, I think, at this point. Well, then can I run and stand in the door and be like, you coming? Yes, you can do that. <laughs> that would be much simpler now, I think. Yes, okay. We tried. I'm going to run in and go for the door. Door time. So, we're all in the building, right? Hell yeah, woo, in the building! Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Wanst. You can be like Wanst by heading on over to our Patreon. Till next time. Bye! want to do this. This feels incredibly dumb. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, Nim could die. Maybe don't do it, do it, do it. <laughs>